Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Well, to wild and crazy guys. Hello. Everybody, happy Wednesday to you, October 27, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big oh, X Sports Radio, oh. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, a much anticipated KRC here on the Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your wacky Wednesday morning. As always, we appreciate you listening along, whether you're a live listener on 96 1 FM or 1450 AM, or you're catching the show on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, tune in the best way to listen to the show, whether it's uh, streaming on your desktop or on your phone. You can pause it, you can uh, rewind. If you, if I made a great point and you just need to hear it time and time again, you hit the 30 second button, you go back, uh, you can. Fast forward into the future on the TuneIn Radio app, which is a cool new feature that they have. So if you want to skip this part, you can just go ahead uh, up to the to the further part. But in all seriousness, it's it's easiest because you can close out of the app and use other things on your phone. Uh, but you can also tell your Alexa and your and Siri and whoever else to play Big X Sports Radio, and they will oblige. So plenty of ways to listen to KRC, and we always appreciate the folks that do. Nick Roush is the co-host, Justin Kalen, the producer. Roush, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, A little coffee overnight, just for no inexplicable reason, and not like I've drank a bunch of coffee. Just, you know, had some – woke up coughing. And it's gone now, but it was like, hey, let's just wake you up in the middle of the night and then you can't go back to sleep. So uh, it was it was one of those uh, sports talker sleep nights, you know, in the middle of the night. Justin, how are you? I am here. I'm a little tired. I stayed up on fellas. It's KRC lunch day. Wake up. I will wake up in due time, but, you know, we had to stay up late and watch the Braves dominate. So hats off to the Braves up 1-0. Starting off good. Uh, I watched a long game. I watched majority of it. Yeah, I mean, I like woke up. I was woken up and the game was still going on, and I couldn't. It was like, what? How is this baseball? Man, really long game. Following along on my phone, couldn't believe it was still going on by the uh, by the end of it. But that was really cool. The third pitch home run in the World Series. That that was pretty sweet. Although Joe Buck really butchered like the intro into the World Series. Basically, it was just like, okay, it's World Series time. Like you know, set the stage a little better. He he did really kill the taco part, where it was like, you steal a base, you steal a taco, and America gets a free taco. And then as soon as he finished the ad read, boom. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they, I didn't know that. They said that they put that base in the Baseball Hall of Fame and just as like this stolen base won America tacos, which I don't know if I've ever – I think I maybe did in college capitalize right. on the free taco, but don't think I have for, for many, the, many years. They advertise it the deal quite a bit until it's time for, to pay the piper. And then you're like, so what day is it? Oh, it was last week. Son of a, yeah, 
And it's just a taco, you know, at the end of the day. It's just yeah. a taco. Not as good as Salsaritas. Definitely not as good as Salsaritas. That much is a guarantee. I, Roush, uh, more relatable to you than Justin. Sorry, Justin. But That's okay. I, woke, I mean, it's it's chilly if you haven't been outside this morning. Yep. It is cold. It is not in the 40s, if that gives you an idea of just how cold it is to start your Wednesday morning. So dress appropriately. Uh, for that but so my house was freezing like i always like to make it to november to turn the heat on couldn't do it today Mm -hmm. and the thing that was scariest roush was like when i get up just you never really know what time it's going to be nowadays but when i get up you, you go you you take your your morning number one and then you try to get going and get dressed and whatnot and then i go and i give like little lucy uh, i'll touch her hand or like give her a little kiss on her shoulder or something like that and just uh and mostly just to make sure she's still alive but when i did it you have to check to make sure she's still alive people that don't have kids that's something that happens when you have kids every like every parent has said it to me now like have you done the thing where you run into the room and you're freaked out and I'm like, yeah, I have done that. That's that I do it all the time. And I think it's a very common thing that parents do with their newborns or with their infants. So I go and I just, you know, touch her hand, kind of say good morning to her, not waking her up, but just want to go see her. And she was freezing. And I was like, oh God, our house is so cold. The baby's so cold. This is a complete and total disaster. Mm-hmm. And I did try to remind myself that like babies over the course of human history have probably survived. Uh, cooler weather than 66 degree houses or 65 degree houses i'm not buying it was 65 degrees felt a lot cooler than that but like i you know i knew she was okay but i was still like oh my gosh what a terrible parent this baby is freezing so crank the heat up couldn't make it to november disappointed in that but got to do what's best for the the little one and then went and got our little space heater and put it in in the bedroom so she should be nice and warm now i would hope but uh that it, it is cold, folks, and I'm sure people. If you don't have your heat on, you probably woke up pretty chilly, like like myself as well. Right, right, and uh, that is the one uh, unfortunate side effect to having a child. Like, there's many great positives that, that they're the light of your world, the light of your life, just absolutely wonderful, so much fun to hang out with. Uh, but they do make you turn the thermostat on much sooner than you'd like. You can't just tell your wife to suck it up anymore because that's what I like to do. Just throw a sweatshirt on, put on another blanket. But oh, that's, let's just that's cuddle. How babies operate? We'll just cuddle. You're cold. Just come near me. We'll, we'll, body heat will make everything better. Can't do it with the baby though, unfortunately. No, not not yeah. yet, at least. Although she'll be in for a rude awakening when she's like six or something. <laughs> Wherever I feel like that line is that she can survive a, a Walker winter, then that's what that's that we're we're <laughs> jumping right into it. Oh man, but I, I I do kind of enjoy the cold. That was, but we our our struggle on the Roush side is getting Duke to keep hats on. He was good about it last year, but during the summer, you know he he's he's not a big summer hat guy, and we didn't enforce as much. We just put sunscreen on his head. Yesterday was a big like. Duke, you've got to keep your head on right now, sir. And it was just, I was just losing that fight, losing the good fight. So hoodie season. Yeah. Maybe take that hood off, buddy. That's a good point. That's a, that's big brain thinking. You're out thinking a two-year-old and I like that. (laughs) I like the way you move there. Uh, What I've been around toddlers the last few days, uh, several different toddlers and 
what I've noticed, and maybe I, I would like a professional parent to weigh in, somebody that's come through the other side of parenting, maybe even a grandparent to text in. I would think that like toddler stage would maybe be the hardest. Like, yes, they're nice and they're cute, but what I they just don't stop. Like, it's just constant. I'm going to move here and I'm going to touch this and then I'm going to touch that. And I'm going to put this on the ground and I'm going to put this over here. They're busy bodies and it's adorable to watch. And I'm still, you know, a year and a half, a year away, two years right, away right. from really getting into the thick of it. But I imagine that's pretty exhausting, Roush. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Monday was a full day of blogging and podcasting till late at night. And yesterday was a full day of dadding around with, you know, some blogging sprinkled in here and there. Dadding around, much more exhausting. Uh, shout out to the fine folks who are in the child care business who... Uh, Take care of other people's kids all day, then go home and take care of their own. I don't know how you do it. It's exhausting, but it's fun when it's your own kid. Um, so like whenever he's like, I'm like, hey, buddy, do you want to do you want to go uh, get out your crowns? No. Do you want to play ball? No. Like it's kind of cute. And then it's like, all right, what are we going to do here? I'm so we went to the library. We went to the park. Uh, we had to we had to switch some things up, do some different things yesterday. And uh, all in all, a good day. But the no word is it's it's just like, gosh, now he can make up his own mind. And now he he wants things that he can't like you shouldn't be drinking milk all day. You got to have some water. You got to have some other things. And so you got to You have to tell them. No, it's just a whole it's a whole process. My wife gave me an Instagram account to follow and it's helpful. So that's where I'm getting my parenting advice now. There's some Instagram account. So there there you have it. But don't don't be shy. Give a free shout out to the. Um, I think account. it's like uh, give me a, a minute or two to pull it up because that's really, a long, that's a long name for an Instagram account. That very long name for an Instagram account. <laughs> um, but you know it's it's just it's a, it's a fun little little process. Fun little uh, process. I'm just trying to figure it out. Most of the stuff we send to each other on Instagram is dad jokes. Uh, so classic it's take me a little while yeah. that's that that that's okay uh and if you don't <laughs> find it that's also okay as well justin has to love the parenting talk on his wednesday morning it, it just makes me grateful for everything that i don't have oh wow I, I don't have to deal with anything like this so it's it's great i'm i'm good keep on going I, I always tell people to come to my bar at the hotel there are two things i'm grateful that you talk about how crappy your kids are and how much your wife doesn't let you do anything because every day i'm like oh cool don't get married don't have kids got it oh boy yeah uh, but like, the, I, I just sometimes wish we weren't on a family friendly radio show it'll happen one day boys because well, you also usually hear the like us kind of tired in the morning griping about it but like yesterday was awesome too hanging out with my kid like bouncing on the bed and stuff like he's great He's awesome. for, for what it's worth, I'm way more looking forward to being a dad than a husband. <laughs> I think there's one trump card, and you're not wrong about like they're they're all grass is always greener for some folks, and I understand that. Like in the sense of Roush, there's times that you think that like you see your single friends out doing fun stuff that you're like, man, there's a time and a place that I'd I'd be right there, but not anymore. And you think about that stuff, and it happens. And I know people like Justin; they wish that they. Justin says that he doesn't, but the the one. And you're right, Justin. Sometimes it you know not going to the LSU or Florida games those that that stunk. Life goes on, but the one trump card for what everything you just said 
And the family-friendly version way of saying this is, when, when's the last time you've been on a date, Justin? Uh, mm. When's the last time I... Actually, it was like two years ago. But when's the last time I wanted to go on a date? Yeah, well, that's... That's what uh, you need to be asking me. And I think mm. the actual answer is you went on a date in like uh, January or February, if I remember correctly. Did I? I think so. It was a, it was a contractual date. Oh, yes. I yeah. did have that date, yeah. Yeah, so th that's that's the that's the that's the positive. Roush is yeah. for um, the I mean a positive among other ones, I suppose. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah. When was the last time you made dinner, Justin? Like like a good cooked meal? Um, that I could not answer. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, but I'm not a cooker. Like I'm I've never been a cooker. I'll make tuna salad here right. or there. But my roommate, he'll he'll make chili or tacos or whatever, and I'll just eat that. What if you found a nice pecan maiden and she cooked you lovely suppers every night? Wouldn't you then like she that? Is, then she is not the one for me if she's from Pekin. Whoa, you don't know that. <laughs> I do know that. You don't know everybody in Pekin. Uh, pretty well. Um, uh, yeah, TJ, he might. He actually <laughs> pretty well know them all. Yeah, he actually might. All right, let's get into what folks are curious about the news from big x sports radio yesterday oh oh that man. the kentucky roll call replay is back baby everybody's excited Turn krc 7 to 11 yeah we, we couldn't be stopped <laughs> no in all seriousness just the cats with bennett and cutler had a hell of a run Seven, no, six days. Six. Nearly six days. nearly went the distance. They were, it was a part of my morning, or my morning routine, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to, what we're going to do now without it. In all seriousness, what I want to say first is poor Dugan, our boss at Big Exports Radio. He bent over backwards for these guys. And these people have a very different mindset of how radio works, at least how it works at Big Exports Radio. Because Big right. Exports Radio is a mom and pa shop. It is small business, small business, small business. And that's why everybody that helps out Big Exports Radio, we're so very appreciative to, uh, to, to them. Um, and we think it's a really incredible bang for your buck advertising with big exports radio but it's a it's a mom and a pop shop it is not iheart radio doesn't have the resource of iheart radio it has three producers one is on this show one is going to be asleep till 1 p.m and then the other one is douglas who lives at the station doesn't he just never sleeps never he just he he loves the big exports radio so we don't have a great deal of resources all that being said dugan did everything he could one guy was going to do the show in Lexington. The other one was going to be in Louisville. And he sorted out how all that was going to work. These guys quit, said that they were going to quit like five times before the show ever came on. Oh, no, I need it to be this. I need it to be that. If it's not going to be this, I'm not going to do it. And Dugan, every time, would try to get him on the phone, allow cooler heads to prevail. And I just want to give a shout out to Dugan because he did everything he could. And I think you'd be crazy not to think, put Alan Cutler on radio wouldn't be good for a radio station. And I think Michael Bennett loves UK athletics. And I think he loves being a media member and I think he can be good on air, but he, he has self-admittedly said he needs a co-host and he needs help and he can't talk by himself and he can't do it by himself. And I, if he says that I'll go off his word. So 
it was a good idea for Dugan to try to make this thing work, especially when it was approached to they approached him with mm-hmm. the idea. And I just kind of feel bad for Dugan. He saw no payout, literally and figuratively, for all the headache. These they they called him. This is a little inside baseball. They called him pretty super late at night on Monday night to say that they were done. Like that's the stuff that Dugan kind of had to deal with throughout this process. And he and, and to his credit, he thought it was going to be worth it the whole time. I thought it was going to be worth it because it's Alan Cutler. You know, he is he's the Fred Calgill of the Louisville news market. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's big time. A lot of folks in central Kentucky, northern Kentucky, especially as well. They they hear Alan Cutler and they go back to their childhood seeing that mustache on TV for years and years and years and years and years. And their starting numbers, I think, were okay, were good. You know, they were solid for a new show. Yeah. They they weren't they weren't the best on Big Exports Radio, and that's all right. There's there's good shows on Big Exports Radio, and they were just getting started. Um, but it was worth a shot, and I just feel bad, Roush, that they're that six freaking days. I mean, come on. That's why. Yeah. yeah um, uh, all seemingly over the name of a show. So, like. In the name of the show, that, that's just that's that's just not the truth. Like, I do think that that mattered to both of them, which is so wild. Because n- no offense just the to show. just the cats. Nobody cares about just the cats, the website. No offense. Like, not yet. Maybe someday they will. But. Is it better to not have a radio show where you can't talk about just the cats at all or not have a radio show called just the cats? Now you don't now. Now there's nothing. Now now there's no. um, And then for color, like who cares? Just call it just the cats for a little bit. And then three months down the road, you know, bring it up that you're that you're thinking about. It's time for a change. Both of them. Who cares? It's such a I just think that they I think Cutler realized he's 69 years old and just doesn't want to do two hours of radio every day anymore. Yeah. And I. I get Michael Bennett. He probably doesn't want to change this show, his show's name for the fourth time. He's already had three name changes. Probably settled, finally hunkered down, settled in on one. I get that. Um, but also, like, do we really have to tell a bunch of old men to grow up? Because I feel like that's what we need to do. Just do it, the, it, just do the yeah. radio show. Like, oh, I, I, Gosh, just, hearing all the drama and the inside baseball, all this, if I am in my late 60s, and I'm like this kind of, it's, I guess it's, worried. it's a retirement job radio, like just chill out and do some radio. Like yeah. Talk, not, like either talk sports and it doesn't have, have to be that stress, stressful. Yeah. So yeah. I guess they decided not to do it because they couldn't do it without, you know, being stressful or whatever you want to call it. And I, you know, six days is pretty embarrassing, but if your heart isn't into it and you didn't want to do it, that's fine. I'm not, I mean, I'm buying that the name stuff played a role in it, but which is pretty embarrassing and they should try to like pivot off that. Cause that's just a really bad look for both. I, while I don't doubt that that was a factor, I think at the end of the day, Cutler just didn't want his heart wasn't into it. And, and such is life things happen and things change. Uh, now Bennett, I think wants to stay on, but what I would advise Bennett, who seems like a nice enough guy, um, what I would advise Bennett is stop potentially burning every bridge of every place that you're going and be a professional. And just be a professional, and it'll work out better for you. And, you know, will he? Will we ever hear him back on the Big X? Not my decision. Have no clue. No idea. All I'll say is, 
the entire agreement with Bennett and Cutler was a package deal at Big X. When they were no longer a package deal, it was going to have to be a renegotiation because Bennett admitted that he can't do a show by himself. This was his, this was what he wanted. So that's where things stand with Big X. I probably spoke a little out of place on some of this stuff, but I have no ill will towards either guy. I think it's just, I think it's kind of funny, to be honest with you. And I told some people, Big X, like eventually I think everybody at the station is probably going to have a good chuckle at this. A radio show went six days. Six days. Man. That. It's it's going to be one of those because uh, the the Big X does have a long line of talent that's come in through the station over the years, and uh, it's going to be a fun little, little oh my blip, gosh, as John Calipari might say. We need. Uh, I was looking forward to the Christmas party for what it was worth. We were going to have Rutherford. I really was we were going to have Justin yeah. Kalen. We were going to have Alan Cutler. Michael. It was just going to be a real hoot. Uh, Which I believe about, Rutherford, too, is like uh, his wife's like about to have a baby. Yeah, like shout out today. to the Rutherfords. They're yeah. having a little baby boy, I believe. I think they are, what are they? I think they're going to call him Chapel Hill. No, nice. Funny thing nice. is. I thought it was going to be Durham, but, you know. Yeah, Durham's a good one. Yeah, maybe I should have should have gone with it because I think their baby girl is named Virginia, which is kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, Brotherford's yeah. made some jokes about that in, in the past. Uh, but best of luck to them. Uh, being at a hospital absolutely stinks, but the the prize is worth it, I suppose. And, yeah, we'll, we'll have uh, the Rutherfords at the big exports radio Christmas party. Ah, going to be a good time, but... Just the cats. We thought it would create for explosive just radio the cats on with the air. And, just the cats with Cutler and Bennett. But it ended up just being explosive off the air, uh, unfortunately. So, hey, it, all, fun for the KRC Facebook group. Lots of uh, lots of drama and speculation there. Uh, but, man, nothing like a, a weird media war, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, and... You know, I, we we knew like I, I didn't think this show was going to last super long. I did. I did think I, people were kind of I was like, I, they're going to at least certainly get through this football season. Right. It's a historic football season. It's a good time to bring in, you know, advertisers are, you know, numbers across the station are up. Everybody's excited. It's all hunky dory. I thought at least that. And I thought, all right, if they get through football season, surely at that point, they've gone through two or three months of basketball I, certainly they will just finish out the basketball season. So I thought to myself, like, they're going to give this a go until at least April. And my prediction was, like, one of them would say, hey, I'm taking two weeks off for vacation, three weeks off for vacation, and then they just wouldn't come back. They'd be like, yeah, I enjoy retirement too much. Or, or maybe we'll make this a seasonal thing and we'll come back for a podcast in the football season or or something along those lines. I did not have six days, though. I would have lost the, the over-under bet pretty severely. I would much rather do the radio talk at like a barbershop or a McDonald's around breakfast in my retirement than actually doing it on the radio. Because then oh, like no, there's I some think, days where you can sleep in, you know? I think, at, well, nine o'clock. I mean, when That's you're true. that age, yeah. you're, you're up You're up around five. But uh, I, I disagree. Like, I think being retired would be the most fun time to do radio. Like, no no pressure, no expectations. You got nothing else going on. Like, you know, I've, we, Roush, you've got family stuff that, that impacts your day, especially radio from time to time. I've got it that's impacting my day today. You know, it'd be nice not to have to worry about some of that stuff. And then just to be like carefree and be like, all right, I'm just going to talk sports and 
we try to, we pretty much do that anyways, but we have to kind of deal with some of the hassles of everyday life that retired people sometimes don't have to worry about, but teach their own. And this is at, like, I, I, at everybody listening, this is pretty much all we, this is all we got on. Like you, you are now in the know. This is, this, this is all the details, at least that I know um, that we have at the station. And that's, that's why there is no more just the cats. Mm. We wish them nothing but the best. Uh, it we was, hardly knew thee. we, and the gosh, they got such good guests. Like I was excited to hear how mummy yesterday, yeah. I was pumped up to hear how mummy yesterday and, and sure enough, no radio, um, no, just the cats with Cutler and Bennett. So, but we do wish them the best meeting and talking with them individually. They, they seem great. Um, just wasn't maybe meant to be doesn't appear that it was not mm. it's a real real shame but hey we can carry the kentucky torch for the big x we can roll call our way through this uh especially on the thorns text line 502-414-1450 that's how you get into the show you send the text in we read them on air we respond to them and we're gonna have a good time on a wacky idea wednesday and we've got some good news to talk about mr sports talker we've got a lot we go to a break yeah, yeah we've, we've got a oh my goodness gracious what a what a quick first segment that was all right i'm excited for this good news what what's it give me a, a little bit more of a teaser what sport uh kentucky football good news oh i think i know what you're talking about but mm-hmm. yeah okay all right yeah that is good news and we will talk about it when we return here on the big x tj walker nick roush and justin kalen this is kentucky roll call Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, it felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. And I, I had a feeling that I Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday morning. As Roush mentioned, text into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450, and stop on your way into the office for some delicious donuts and fresh coffee that'll get your day going. Roush, good news, me, buddy. Well, on Monday, we asked Mark Stoops if Marquand McCall, Josh Ali, Isaiah Cummings, or Jatan McLean, are they going to be available to play against Mississippi State? And he said, we'll see. Well, Tuesday night, we saw that Josh Ali was back to practice. Will Levis let the cat out of the bag. He said it's good to have Josh back out there this week. He's running around. He's looking good. He's sure-handed. All but confirming that Josh will be back. Great news. Uh, Just in time going up against one of the worst pass defenses in the SEC. A team ripe for some big plays. I believe Ali leads the team in success rate. Uh, Among all receivers, he's second in reception. So, Great to have Ali back out there on the practice field ahead of this Mississippi State game. What do what, so? What do we make of this in terms of is this a shake off the rust game where he'll just see a few snaps here and there, or do you think the the reason they're bringing him back is because he's ready to go and, and and he will be a factor on Saturday? 
I think he will play as many plays as he would normally play. Uh, wow. it, it might be different if, you know, he's just getting out there like later on in the week, but it sounds like he's just, he took last week off and then was ready to play this week. So um, I, I would expect, uh, uh, you might not consider Ali at 100%, but he's going to be playing as many reps as though he were 100%. When we were discussing UK's injury woes, which, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of college football, probably is below average in terms of uh, severity, or maybe you mix quantity with quality, uh, maybe right around average. I don't know. I guess that's that's certainly subjective. But when we were ranking the injuries, you, you said the most important player Kentucky can get back is Josh Ali. So you, you should be going bonkers. Oh, I was going bonkers. Very happy to hear that news because, you, you know, just Wondell can't do it all alone. And I, uh, I, I really think that if you have just that second option, I mean, there, there was what three or four first down kind of throws that Will Levis made in that Georgia game that I think Josh Alvey is making some of those catches, you know, I mean, he certainly hasn't been perfect this year. I don't think you can expect any pass catcher to be perfect, but I, I, I think that he can make a difference. He can keep some drives alive uh, in this game uh, in Mississippi State. So uh, this game is important. It might be if you're handicapping the schedule now, like as far as just the best teams on it, they Mississippi State might be the second most difficult game just in total. Yeah, you still probably put four to second, but you know who knows how good they really are. So this is a, this is significant. This is important, and it's good to have uh, a weapon like this back right when Will Levis. You feel like he's starting to really turn things on. Yeah, that's a good point, and I do think that Kentucky, when they've played teams, they are teams are getting worse after Kentucky is playing them. Uh, and that's just sometimes what happens to a season that isn't going the way teams want. Morale starts to fall apart. Not everybody gives it 110% each and every time. Uh, like South Carolina debatably looks like the worst team in the SEC. They barely beat Vanderbilt. If that game's in Nashville, it's just they're, – they're horrible. Missouri looks really, really, really bad. But those teams had some life in them when they played Kentucky, when they played Kentucky. And I think yeah. that's worth mentioning. LSU, while they were banged up, they weren't dead just yet. Uh, it was kind of giving up 42 points to Kentucky that I think killed them. Florida, had they were a top-10 team. They still had college football playoff aspirations when Kentucky played them. And, and that is a good point, I think, that needs to be reiterated is – that if you were re-ranking these games based on what we've seen, though, when taking in hindsight, I think you are probably right that Mississippi State's number three. I still, You're right out not to put it ahead of Florida. Uh, I agree with that. Florida's still a good team. That LSU loss was pretty weird, but they're, they're, still, they're still a good football team. And so I'm putting that number two. Georgia's very clearly number one. But, yeah, Mississippi State, a, a team that can go and win at Texas A&M, that's more impressive than Missouri. That's more impressive than South Carolina. Overall, the Tennessee game you're getting at home, so 
that that's got to play a factor as well. So I, uh, I agree with you. I think that's a good point. Oh man. Let me just reach over and pat myself on the back, man. Just, uh, that's just a big game. And, and I'm sure the team knows that you like the fact that you should, well, you'd think you'd like the fact they're coming off a bye, getting healthy. You're getting your very clear number two wide receiver before a major drop off to number three. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to, and this is what we're considering a dream season. You got to take care of business against Mississippi state. You just have yeah. to. And, and one thing too, you mentioned the bye week and, I think up until this point, and I'm part of the reason why you get not not necessarily a negative connotation around it, but you think back to some of the games where Kentucky struggled following the bye week, and I actually think that uh, you know it could end up being a good thing the bye before this Mississippi State game because it's such a it's like getting a bye before you play a triple option team or something like that. Like it, it helps to have that extra time to prepare for the air raid. I know that you it's still difficult to simulate exactly what it's like to just get thrown swing passes and little hitches and throws to the flat over and over and over again. But it it, it helps having that buy to prepare. And uh we, we I had been I think I've been looking at it kind of the wrong way up until this point, so that's on me. Hand up. That's big of you. Yep, yep. I'm willing to pat myself on the back and then admit that I was wrong. That hey, bye weeks, good things. Oh, they are good things. Yep, yep. They are very good things. I did. Uh, I found that account though, TJ. It's called uh, Big Little Feelings on Instagram. Great parenting advice if you've got little ones. So just throwing that out there. Why don't you give me like a piece of advice from Big Little Things? Okay. Or what was it? Good Little yeah. Things? Big Little Feelings. So Big Little Feelings. Their, their big thing is instead of saying this, you try this to where you're kind of uh, giving, not not an option, but instead of telling them, you're having more of a conversation. So instead of saying, no, I already poured yogurt and that's what we're eating. Oh, uh, fine. Stop crying. Here's some cereal. Try. I hear you want cereal, yogurt and granola are on the menu for breakfast today. Do you want the blue bowl or the orange bowl? You pick. So there, there's some, there's some, some ways to try. So that first one was how you, how you were talking before you read the, the advice. Yeah, yeah, I was saying, ah, but no, yeah, we Duke gets to pick out his spoons every day, and you know, we'll try a little of this, a little of that. Uh, you know, they got they got a lot of good stuff in there. Just you know, ways to talk instead of like giving it like uh, it has to be this way. A oh, let's um, all right, let's kind of divert their attention and then give them a choice to uh, assuage the situation. Well, that's that sounded by Justin. That's pretty. That's pretty good, right? I reckon, yeah. That's what we do with you, Scoots. We just get you distracted and then talk about something different. Actually, I feel like this is more applicable to Trevor. Like the juvenile thing. Yeah. <laughs> the juvenile thing. <laughs> I went back and listened to that like two or three times yesterday. I'm still confused what you all were initially meaning, but... <laughs>
the way you all the way you all giggled around that situation, I was like, I don't know what they wanted from me. You just didn't understand that Juvenile was a rapper. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that was that was, was quite. It was a who's on first situation. Yeah, exactly. Roush, Cats Illustrated's Travis Graft had some good news about UK and Taj Harris, the Syracuse transfer. What are you oh. hearing on the situation? I, I I heard that he visited Ole Miss last weekend, but I, I haven't heard. Does, he, does, does Travis say that he's going to visit this weekend? Or no, next weekend? I uh, don't know. I don't know when he's going to visit. News. But trying. just said that he thinks Kentucky's the, the favorite. Oh, okay. Well, good. It's good to hear. That'd be nice. Yeah, it, it, it would be nice. Uh yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice because you are just losing. You're losing your top two targets right now. So yeah, it'd be real nice, real nice, Clark. Yeah, real I, nice. I um I, I do think Kentucky is in a strong position for those you know younger wide receivers. Dane Key's announcements coming tomorrow evening mm-hmm. at six o'clock. Uh, but I uh, it helps to have somebody experienced in there in the transfer portal. I don't think you can expect. Oh, this guy to come in and be Wandale Robinson, but you can at least come in and inspect him to know what the hell he's doing and to, to be a competent deep threat right off the get. Yeah, I, that I everything's going fine on that. Still going to be Kentucky for Dane Key. You, you know, I, I I do got to credit the Keys because they've let this be all about Dane when it could have gotten out of hand, you know, and it could have turned into a circus of sorts. But even if we didn't know Dane at all and didn't know his family or anything like that, didn't know he was a legacy recruit. I mean, this guy, why, why, why would he go anywhere else? Just logically speaking, Kentucky has to be the choice, right? Yeah, I've always said that unless he just really, you know, sometimes kids or teenagers, I guess, at that age, they will want to go against the grain, do something different, show that, you know, everything you like, they they want a little, they don't want to be predictable and that could play a role in it, but it just doesn't seem to financially make a whole lot of sense to go anywhere else. Yeah, and man. now you get to say that with college recruiting, it doesn't make financial sense to go anywhere else. It it just it doesn't. Kentucky's offense has shown that it can feature a wide receiver, and it and said wide receiver can be highlighted and considered one of the best in the best conference in college football. That's good. So you can check that box. It's close to home, which you would think that'd be a a, a good thing. I guess in some situations, it maybe. Could not, but you would think that would be a good thing in this scenario. And then, again, just the huge one, the one that you can't really ignore because you could be a featured wide receiver at other places, sure, and then sometimes getting away from home isn't the end of the world. But it, it, at the end of the day, it would come down to financially, you're not making as much money going to these other schools as you would to, at Kentucky. You could commit to Kentucky, get on campus as soon as possible, your first day on campus – host a signing at KS Bar that Ryan Lemon puts out there, pumps up, and you could charge, you know, boom, money right in your pocket. You get dealers, you you know, you'd get a sponsorship with whoever. Oh, definitely got to be a, a, a Papa Lock, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like uh, yeah, it's a, it's the key good. 
uh, or just your success, Ryan key, your financial real- future, Ryan Lemon's Realty Company. Oh yeah, uh, getting you the keys to your new house. Yeah, what if they just gave him a house? <laughs> I mean, there there really is so much. Like, we need you know, a Louisville company to give Jane Key a house. <laughs> that way, a house, that a way. house in Louisville. Yeah, <laughs> house in Louisville. What, what's the thing where they give the a Homerama home? Yeah, yeah, give them. <laughs> <laughs> you ever done the Homerama? I have not. I have not. Uh, they don't do the Homeramas in the South End, believe it or not. I do like walking through houses, although it is just technically what I do for my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I just too many people. Too too. You're like you're brushing shoulders with people in strange houses. It's just. I, I would really like to be just like I would re- really like to hate on all of the people who try way too hard to be new style. Like oh, they all are. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing here? Like, the silver, is this going to date well? No, you idiots. This is going to look stupid in five years. I've said when I've been at one of those that, like, let me decorate a house and I could just make it stupid, really, really dumb. But it, it, like, since it's in a brand new house, people would just be like, oh, wow, that's art. That's, that's style. (laughs) But it'd be like, no, all the pictures are crooked. Like, no, it's just, it was bad. It's not good. It does not look good. Uh, but it's uh, it's not the it's not the worst time in the world. I don't know if they're still even doing them. I'm sure that they 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 probably are. But that 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 will be good news uh, if he picks Kentucky. I hope that it is. I don't totally agree with you that like it could get out of control. I mean, it could get only out of control as they had want it to get. And you're right that they've kept it pretty tight lipped. But any other choice besides Kentucky would would certainly be head scratching. Right, right, and especially when. I mean, Dane Key isn't the reason why you made the move at offensive coordinator, but getting players like Dane Key is why you made the move at offensive coordinator because you just couldn't get those guys. And if you can't get a legacy guy that grew up right down the street from you, uh, when you really need wide receivers badly, it's, it was a reflection of how you were calling plays and how your offense was working. And Cohen's come in and it hasn't been perfect all the time, but he's really shown a lot of stuff and shown um, some innovation there. And Will Levis has shown a lot too. You know, it helps. Like if you you look at the quarterbacks at some of his other suitors, and you know that Levis is pretty good right now. He might be better than all of those guys right now, and he's still got a lot of room to grow. So, uh, man, that I, I just I, I at this point I don't know how. He could say no, and I don't know how a lot of these guys would want to say no. May, you know, I I get if you're Harris and you think like, oh, this this Lane Kiffin offense is a lot of fun. I I could I could see falling for that. They're the flavor of the month. Um, but there's also a lot of guys there, and if you want to be the man uh, in the SEC, then Kentucky's the place to be right now. The place to be, destination station. And you're going to lose Wandell Robinson after this year. Just It's going to be good to have as many options as possible. And hopefully that would include the Syracuse transfer. And I doubt that they would be done. You know, this, These are just some of the names that we know, including some of the recruits, obviously. But in the transfer market, it's kind of – you don't have a ton of people that transfer mid-year. You'll get a lot more after seasons come to a close. So Kentucky has shown, and Mark Stoops has said as much, that the transfer portal is going to be their friend. They've shown that they can get great players from the transfer portal, and you're going to add to that as well. But the future of the wide receiver position, if you just go from what next year could look like 
And that probably yeah. won't include Wandale Robinson as much as it stinks. But if you, it, what it could look like, and we don't even probably know a couple of the names that it will be on the depth chart versus what it was in 2020, Roush, where it was literally just Josh Ali. Man. I mean, Bo Allen's true freshman year versus when he could be the guy coming in to be Kentucky's oh, quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's going to have a lot more tools to succeed. A lot more tools to succeed. It's it, it, it's it's going to be fun. And this is, in slow motion, step by step, you're seeing how programs, successful programs are being built. You're attacking areas of weakness. And things have been really good across the board for Kentucky as a program consistently the last several years. The secondary has had NFL talent and a lot of depth. Linebackers have, have had NFL talent and a lot of depth. The the front, then the trenches, a lot of talent, a lot of talent, a lot of depth. Offensive line, obviously, it's become like a thing, which is pretty cool. Running backs have been great. Quarterback? Not so much, but we're keeping an eye on it. The biggest disappointment, wide receiver, and they're attacking it with everything they've got, Roush. I love it. And yep. with the transfer rules now, an area of weakness, you can kind of blink, and this year is the perfect example, and it can become partially a strength. It, you look at Wondell Robinson's receiving numbers, that's obviously a huge, huge part of how Kentucky operates as a football team. So uh, God bless Mark Stoops. God bless Mark Stoops. Also, um, before we get to our top of the hour break, a couple quick things I wanted to get to. God bless Tyrese Maxey. Poor guy. Just Oh, people are overblowing that. He kind of oh, got tripped up. I'm going to overblow it too. Got, Let's do it by God. He got tripped up. N- yeah, by Emmanuel Quickly's no, killer moves. By a screen. It was incredible. By quickly having the last laugh. This is what happens when you start basketball this early. I get to make really bad, dumb takes. Suck it, Maxi. You shouldn't be playing basketball for two more months. Now I'm going to poke fun and laugh. <laughs> uh, the guy who said he wasn't going to talk NBA in October, talk, bringing up NBA in October, and then just slandering a, a former cat that doesn't deserve it. It was, was a hell of a play by quickly. But it was. Maxi, anybody with eyeballs sees Maxi kind of gets tripped up. Well, it's not it, over so much. Now, I, for me, I didn't have my glasses on and like my like my my cheaters. And just like when you when you first glance it, you don't see him. Now, upon closer look, yeah, he does actually get tripped when uh what's his name mitchell robinson goes to set the screen but it's still just the uh not irony but have like quickly was the guy that kind of had to play second fiddle to maxi initially and then ended up wait or wait were they was maxi a freshman when quickly was a sophomore yeah they were on the pandemic team oh gosh i thought i thought they were the same age and maxi left early never mind either either way the fact that team didn't get a tournament bogus. You yeah. see Nick Richards swat that ball. Oh in my Korea. god! He blocked that shot into the stands. That was well, not actually in the stands, just right. to the blocked other end of the court for yeah. a run out layup. Man, crazy! And then, hey, Malik Monk, he was trending on Twitter last night. It was crushing. Oh, yeah, for good yeah. things, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, he had 17 points, and um, I think it was a bunch of threes too. Um, oh, he he's I don't you know obviously there are probably dozens of NBA players, but he, as a Kentucky player, 
when he would get hot, it, there, there's just, I don't think anybody that was more fun to watch when they were in their the zone, zone, in their yeah. zone. I really think that that's, you know, that's kind of like a summer radio topic, but like when Anthony Davis knew that he had the paint locked down and he was controlling it defensively, it, it really was just like a parent playing on logo with children. That was really fun to watch. I'll always, if you ever want a good laugh, go back and watch the 2011, 2012 UK at South Carolina game. You'll see me uh, covering the game in the second row, first and foremost. But secondly, that was one of Anthony Davis's most dominating, just really the team's overall most dominating performance. But South Carolina was so scared of Anthony Davis that game, made for a real hoot and a lot of laughs. But he was good. But when Monk just, he didn't even need to be looking at the rim. He just would have to have the ball in his hands just so he could get it out as soon as possible. Yeah, and that's why he he's like the one that I always thought would – I thought he was going to be a big-time bucket getter in the NBA. I did. I, I just I, – I like that he's getting a, another shot with L.A., kind of get to hit the refresh button, restart button, to just be a shooter for that team. But I, I – I was surprised that his career didn't take flight right away. That that was one I was wrong on. I, wow. I just I, I I I couldn't see that guy get hot like that and just not see it translate to the NBA. You know, it just uh, and it hasn't. It hasn't. You, you well, you talk to people in Charlotte or around Charlotte or who knows that situation. It sounds like it went down a potentially really bad path. Malik Monk did and got kind of got caught up with with yep. uh, maybe some of the wrong people. But you, you get away from the party and you go out to a quiet city like L.A. and, and, and maybe <laughs> this is just what he needs. But I know in all seriousness, I think that whatever issues were surrounding him have been taken care of, or at least that's the talk. Um, if you talk to people around UK's program or people that know Malik Monk or are familiar with his situation. That's great to hear. Yeah, he hit the kind of the, the go-ahead bucket with a minute to go on a thirty-footer, a thirty-foot three-pointer with with just under a minute. Uh, it was a crazy shot. Had the crowd going bonkers. Actually, had the crowd shutting up because it was at San Antonio, but still, people were kind of in disbelief. A lot of a lot of bandwagon Lakers fans, even. But um, good for Malik. I didn't know that, Roush. Glad we did talk NBA today. Yeah, we got a, we did. a little sample. Just a little yeah. sample. And we've got, I don't know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it or not allowed to say it, but we potentially have some big news. Maybe <gasps> say, maybe hint at that in an hour or two. More big things. news? There, I, I know how I can, I know how I can say it and not get in trouble. So some big news in hour two that we're excited yes. about. We have a full Thornton's text line. Well, it's not full technically because you can still get in 502-414-1450. And we're going to talk UK sports. Mississippi State, Kentucky, UK's exhibition game on Friday night for basketball. It's always a fun time of the year when you got the overlap. Hour two, KRC coming up next. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kale. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 
1450 a.m tj walker nick roush justin kalen 16 people left in the krc survivor pick'em pool 16 people i am one of them i don't think roush ever got in it justin are you still no, got in too late i got in too late as well Oh, it's always good when we do a pick 'em pool for a radio show, and sixty-six percent of the show doesn't get in the pool. You guys are pathetic. Well, it also was pathetic that they wouldn't let you like just because I didn't do it before the Thursday night game that I couldn't true. do it at all. That's not true. No, because I tried to do it that Sunday before and it wouldn't let me. Fake news. You yeah. don't have to pick it before the Thursday games. I I have done that. I mean, I did it last week. Well, it wouldn't let me get in on it that week. So. There are a few people. It won't let, if now if you don't pick it, it won't let you just pick the Monday night game, which I think is really dumb. But you can pick after Thursday. Uh, there, there have been I think two people this past week, or maybe in the week before, just didn't make picks. Pretty late into a pick'em league to just not make picks, but such is life, I suppose. Yeah, you know, and then uh, our, a, lot, a lot of different stuff people get in. I almost forgot to make my picks this week, but luckily Justin reached out to me to make them in that league. So that's a good friend. Yeah, good commissioner I, I am. I um, mm-hmm. I still don't really understand the scoring system in that little league that we're doing. Um, but that's uh, we can we can save that for another time. And then in the KRC bowl pick them or not bowl pick them, but the college football pick them. I messed up. I need to do top 25 games every year because I'm just doing SEC games right now, and it's it's not good. <laughs> it's only like four games. Yeah. How, how's anybody going to make up ground on four games? You can't. Not what we're you looking can't. for. Nope. Um, something that I wanted to bring up yesterday for, forgot. Uh, did you see the Arkansas basketball hype video? No, per, per chance. Well, they they aired a highlight video to dozens of people at uh, Bud Walton Arena before their exhibition game against East Central, and the hype video starts with John Calipari getting ejected. If you recall, uh, the Razorbacks lost that game, <laughs> like they almost did to East Central. They won their exhibition to a team named East Central. I don't know what it's East of, what it's Central of. They 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 only beat that team by three points, and they're supposed to be a top twenty five basketball team. Wow, yeah. Apparently, Alabama too. Uh, they only won their exhibition by five points as well. So, yeah, it's early. Yeah, but Arkansas just suck it. Really, you're putting Cal Perry like that. That is the the definition of the rent free. I know we're not supposed to say that anymore because it's not cool or whatever the hell you want to talk about it. But like, really, you're you're putting highlights of a loss in your highlight video. It's very Indiana esque. Very Indiana esque, and then yeah. you almost lose to a team named East Central Suck in it. an exhibition game. <laughs> well, who, who? What's up with IU basketball? Give me the IU basketball rundown. The Indiana sports beat, if you will. What? Yeah, well, um, I really don't know, to be honest with you. I know Trace Jackson Davis. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I know Trace Jackson Davis was named a All-American, preseason All-American. No. That's you. Worst All-American, worst All-American but, in 15 years. First one since Cody Zeller, yeah. Nine years. I'm saying worst. 
Oh, worst. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I agree with that. Man? But okay. Come on, Justin, defend your man. That, I mean, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Name I don't agree with that whatsoever. All right, name, that's cool. all right, name a worse one. Go. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm not obviously going to be able to do that. <laughs> This is how you corner someone in an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Say I, something that cannot be proved otherwise. Yeah, if I were you, I'd just try to think of like who was a popular like Jaleel Okafor. Yeah, yeah that would have been a good one. I don't know. Oh, I think he actually may have been a preseason All American and everybody was confused by it. He had to have been. Well, normally they don't put they normally don't put freshmen. Although there have been more and more exceptions over the years, but uh, I don't. I, I really don't think Trace Jackson Davis should be a first team All American, though. That's cool. Just let he'll he'll prove it to you during the season. That's fine. I mean, he's obviously a really good player. I just don't think he is. I don't. Uh, several bigs in the conference better than he is. Um, but what? Yeah, he's he's not. He's him, not so. a traditional big though. I mean that that guy steps out, shoots fifteen footers. Apparently this summer he was working on his three ball. Um, he's he's not your traditional big. I'll That's be the first one need. to tell you that. We need him shooting threes this season. <laughs> probably not. Honestly, probably not this year with all the pieces we added in the offseason, but it'd be nice. Hey, Roush, Penn mm-hmm. State fans, not happy. Really? What are they big mad about? They're never well, happy. They scored 18 points in a nine-overtime loss at home to Illinois. Oh. So, naturally, not happy. Mm-hmm. And then there's James Franklin's flirtations with oh, maybe man. other jobs. And he's did being see, asked about it. And, did you and, see that he got a new agent? I, I did not see that. Jimmy no. Sexton. He just switched to CAA and made Jimmy Sexton his agent. That dude is not staying at Penn State after this year. There's no way. Wow. No way. You do not make Jimmy Sexton your agent and then just to, just to stay put. Like, come well, on. we briefly can loop you two Steelers fans into the loop because did you hear Tomlin's response when – I mean, if we have the audio, I don't know if we do. I doubt we do. But if we have the audio, we could play it. But he had a very honest and a little aggressive response to being asked. I loved it. I would have been ticked off too. Like, dude's a good NFL football coach. Why the hell would he go to college? Like, well, you can make the case like, hey, take it easy, man. It's just a question. You can just, you know, just say no. <laughs> but, but, but I, I like that. Like, that's, hey, coaches, if you're really not leaving or you're not interested in another job that you're being rumored at, boom, that's how you squash it. That's how you squash it very yeah. quickly. Cause then are we going to be talking about Tomlin? And I thought it was stupid to begin with. I, Never agreed with that. I think Hot Take Torres was all about it, but uh, was it Tom? Was it or was it Cliff Kingsbury going back to LSU? I don't know. I I don't think those things are are happening. But I love that response. There you have it, coaches. If you really want rumors to be put to bed, bada boom, bada bing. Well, not not every coach can say what Tomlin said though, because not every coach has one of the best jobs in the United States. I mean, when you look at professional sports, there's not a whole lot of jobs better than. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, man. See, spoken like a true Steelers fan, I need to get that sort of pompousness and arrogance when I talk about my Steelers. But, that, I mean, that's, well that's just how it is. They're they're one of the best pro franchises that America has to offer. I, I don't and care. they've only had three coaches in, what, 60 Forever. years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is amazing. 
But Justin, I don't care if you're at like the Jaguars. If you're at the Jaguars and you're happy there and you're not interested in the USC job, that's how you put it to bed. Yeah, but if you but if a coach from the Jaguars, say Urban Meyer, comes out and he's like, I'm not going back to college, who's really gonna believe that? You all are terrible. You're with a terrible franchise that's never gonna win anything. I think you're missing the point. Well, I just I think it's easier to dismiss those guys that are coming from a bad team. I'm saying if you have that intensity in your answer and you're so passionate about denying any sort of interest at all it doesn't matter if you're working at an ice in an ice cream truck people aren't going to think you're interested if, if you're that if you're that gung-ho about it instead yeah. of just the oh i'm happy where i'm at like you mentioned with urban oh i, I have no interest I'm, I'm i like it where i i'm really happy in the situation that i'm at urban had fine. more passion sitting on that bar stool than he did oh yeah he, he was did. asked that question <laughs> if he's interested in the usc job like, you would have too nick oh <laughs> wow Alrighty, married man over here, Scoot. I do like so, I do like how Tomlin broke out the that there's not a booster with a big enough pay, blank check for me. Yeah, that's that pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a good line. It was, and that also kind of a reminder of just like how professional football coaches view college versus NFL, and I think well, the same the same really applies with NBA and college basketball too. And they also the amount of bullcrap like boosters and stuff that you have to deal with as a college coach, uh, you're exactly right, TJ. Like that That's the kind of stuff that – that's why people aspire to get to the NFL so they don't have to deal with it. Like at worst, they deal with millionaires who might be prima donnas or Instagram live too much from their locker room. Like that. That that's about as much bull crap as they have to deal with. Yeah, I'm sure there's, you know, s- some owners are just probably miserable to, to work for. All all Jerry Jones, uh, potentially. But I I did see that uh, we have another situation with a college coach and a vaccine mandate, and it's uh, it's getting a little little testy. uh, With Brian Harson at Auburn, now granted, it was just like a a columnist for Al.com who was just burning him and calling him red flags. But that story jumped out to me because there was a line in there like, if the Auburn boosters really paid all that money for Gus to get fired just for Harson to be done after one year because he won't get a shot, like that would be an egg on my face kind of look. But uh, Brian Harson is supposed to uh, – Auburn has made it by the end of their winter semester. So like December 8th, all Auburn employees have to get the COVID vaccine or face termination. So th- there's another one where he's going to be looking down the barrel and he's – was unwilling to say one way or the other on Monday if he is vaccinated or not. So uh, something to keep an eye on. That Auburn job is always testy and tumultuous. And yeah, that there's another wrinkle thrown into it too with this vaccine mandate. Yeah. Unfortunate to fire people for a shot that if other people have, you're protected. But what do I know? Um, so that's interesting. Unfortunately, I wasn't done with my – James Franklin, Penn State point. Oh, sorry about that. We got derailed there. Yeah. Justin, what do you got, buddy? I got I nothing. You. Oh, I heard you. Nope. Wasn't me. Yeah. I was muted. Oh, okay. Well, I saw you. Heard I'm you. ready for your James Franklin finish. All right. So, anyways, um, then James Franklin has a press conference, and he says he's preparing to go to the big house. Only problem is they're playing Ohio State in their next game. 
Uh, I think he had like mentioned twice the wrong opponent for their upcoming game. So people, oh, no. you take that with the agent stuff and people Roush are wondering how interested is he maybe in that USC job or some of these other open positions. And the interesting part are coming off a loss to Illinois at home. Penn State fans aren't happy with Franklin. And you're if you're going to get a mix of flirting with Penn State fans being frustrated in a season that at one point showed a lot of promise, but now it's just going to be another, like, you know, Citrus Bowl or Outback Bowl, which is not the end of the world. But for Penn State, they have, they, they have higher standards. And there's still time to turn the season around, but it seems like things are quickly going in the wrong direction for Penn State. So their fans aren't thrilled with him. And I'm reading an article, pinlive.com, Big Penn State uh, news website. Is it uh, is it sister companies with pinisland.com? No, oh, grow up, buddy. Grow up. But they did uh, – one of their writers, David Jones, does a mailbag, and he's asking if there's coaching changes, who are you thinking? I worry about the Penn State job with Mark Stoops more than any other one. And I don't allow it to consume any sort of time. If it happens, it happens. And I'd still say at the end of the day, the odds are against it happening. But that's one that's always been in my mind. That, Michigan, you know, Iowa is another one that you'd have to consider. I don't think the likes of like a Clemson or Alabama or Texas or Texas A&M would hire a Mark Soups. But um, those are some other ones that could potentially steal him away. But I'm not worried about those because I don't think that those schools would want to hire a Mark Soups. That being said, I think a Penn State, a Michigan, an Ill- or an Iowa, potentially down the road, those could be interested. Those could be schools interested in Stoops, his style of play, his recruiting base, all that stuff. It would kind of check out a little bit more. And I'm not even saying I'd, that even if those jobs offered him that he'd leave, but those are ones that at least stick out in my mind. Penn State could have an opening. James Franklin could leave. Fans aren't happy with him anyways. Mark Stoops. Was he mentioned in this mailbag by David Jones? Do you think yes or no, Roush? No. I think Penn State fans are too arrogant to think that Stoops is good enough for them. He was not mentioned, yeah. which I was pretty surprised by. Yeah. Um, they they mentioned that Matt Rule would be the first call. Yeah, because he's the, Temple, that area. Yeah, I see Yes. That. And then he said Dave Clawson at Penn State as like number two. Doesn't mention Mark Stoops anywhere. Yeah, Dave Clawson, though, that's not – he doesn't play Penn State football. You have to play defense in the Big Ten. And what if you don't? Then you lose – I mean, like – Somebody better tell my Hoosiers. I mean, what if you can get those big bodies in the trenches and then just, you know, sling it around a little bit more? Yeah. Ohio State uses speed. I do think it's funny that, like – they would be more excited for Dave Clawson than Mark Stoops. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, this Which article is hilarious. When like, I read this article, I was like, for sure, Mark Stoops is going to be on this list. And I keep going and I keep going. Don't see him. Don't see him. And then I even come back to a point where I just do like a name search for him and he doesn't pop up there anyway. So, and yeah. That's, and that's just because a lot of schools, they just want uh, some offensive guy. You know, it's all about scoring points when you're wanting a new coaching hire. That's what that's what gets the clicks. That's what sells tickets. But does it always work? I don't know. Clawson, at least, is a he's been able to do it. Wake Forest, a place that hasn't had a lot of success outside of that little run they had when hell, when Brad White was actually playing 
for Wake Forest back in the the mid two thousands. But man, that uh, that is funny. So yeah, I'm I'm not worried about it. He, Stoops actually did get asked about other jobs or something on Monday, and unlike James Franklin, you can tell this dude is not worried about another job in the slightest. Like he's got an agent to potentially deal with that. He's just working on football for now. He ain't got time for that. Yep. That's what we like to hear. And it's worth mentioning, and, and this could go one of two ways, and I'll tell you what I mean by that, is next year looks pretty fun too, Roush, for what it's worth. Kentucky could lose you could lose a, a decent amount, but if you return a Will Levis, you know the offensive line is going to be good. I think you could only get good news at the running back position. Like I think we're anticipating some departures, but what if there's a surprise? Even if there's not, you still feel pretty good about it. So uh, you're set at that spot. We talked about the wide receiver position. That should be a strength. Obviously, tight end, you would ideally be at full strength there. Defensively, you'd be replacing some, but we've already heard about potentially a super senior returning on the defensive side. That would be big. Those rumbling are out there and then you feel good about the depth of the linebacker in, in the secondary position to know you're going to be fine and then if something happens you can always plug it with a with a transfer and Kentucky's shown that they know how to do that the future of UK is very bright both for long term but even next season could be a lot of fun for Kentucky coming off what has been a historic season so on the one side I'm sure Mark Stoop knows that like hey I'm rolling, baby, and if I I don't need to settle for another job. One, because I could come back, do it all again next year, and boom, maybe you know, maybe a much bigger job opens up. Or two, we just roll with this thing at Kentucky and we really turn it into something special. Or if Stoops does leave, and I don't think that's going to happen. Very slim chance that it does. If he does leave, a, a new coach Roush is going to say, "Whoa, like." Not only is this Kentucky, not only has it been shown that you can win at Kentucky, I know the formula, I know what we need to do, but for this upcoming season, I'm going to be coming in playing with house money with a really good team. Hell yeah, you're going to be that much more attractive to a new coach. Boom. It sells itself. So either it way, but I don't, I don't think Stoops is going to go and I'm not worried about it, but I saw that Penn State article because I, I think you know, I'd like to talk to somebody that knows a little bit more about Penn State football and the situation up there. But I would think it's maybe greater than 50-50 that, that Franklin won't be the coach. just yeah, seems like if I you're kind of connecting yeah. the dots here, it seems like uh, he's starting to get his bags packed a little bit. I would put it at like 80% chance now, especially after that Illinois loss. Yeah. yeah and somebody re- the hell out of here. And somebody reach out and ask if, if Stu left would you consider cohen for the head coaching job no no, no. i don't think cohen would take it either cohen wants to call plays he doesn't want to be a head coach oh he would definitely take it you're nuts you kidding me no he'd cohen, be one year cohen. one year into offensive coordinator at the college football level you get offered a successful sec job he would take it and he wouldn't even blink you're telling me he, Liam Cohen would turn down the Kentucky head coaching job. No, but I mean, they also wouldn't give it to him either. Like, no, that, that, of course not. <laughs> like, no. Um, but I, I mean, I think he's going back to the NFL in two years. Like, just it's always been the impression I've been. Everybody, having. for what it's worth, hey, folks, it's, everybody, it's, we, got, we got some mercenaries, you know. Everybody around UK and media members are all saying that. So that must be very public info that like Cohen wants to get back to the NFL. But what I like hearing is that a lot of folks are saying he's going to be back for next season. And yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
that, that I think it's, a, it's at least a two, maybe three year deal. But hey, like, just roll along with Will Levis, come back, run it back, and and let's do it. Yep, take that, rewind it back. <laughs> uh, let's get to this Thornton's tax line. We need to get to our last break here soon. 502-414-1450. A texter says, yeah, you're definitely evening up that series with Florida. What are they up? 700 to two? Uh, two and two the last four years, unfortunately. Yeah, like what an idiot. That is the dumbest texter. Get the hell out of here. Get two and the two. hell out of here. Two can't and two go, last can't go by prehistoric history there, pal. We ain't dinosaurs. The most recent four-year college football players are two and two in their lifetime in the Kentucky and Florida series. Suck it. Suck it. Uh, whoa, that was quick. What happened, guys? Uh, I think that's regarding just the cats. Yeah. And we kind of detailed the situation in our number one. We wish them both the best. And who knows what the future holds? Well, boys, I think I have to stop listening. The scooter dingus isms are starting to seep into my vernacular. I realized when I said a joke to a friend and immediately followed it with a come on. <laughs> <laughs> been fun fellas but i can't risk sounding like a hoosier i have a reputation to uphold <laughs> nick that was a pretty good come on by the way hey you know i, I hear it every day it's, it's just, good keep keep that in your vernacular come on if anybody ever <laughs> i wonder if there's That's any right. krc listeners listeners out there that listen to the morning spoil with jim Coyle, where justin was the producer and oh, man. that's all Justin would do is just come on. I don't know if you were just like half asleep and it was just the easiest thing to say, but when I would be driving into the studio for the start of our show, it's like anytime I heard you talk, it was just, come on. And then you you do your very early morning, like sports headline bit. Uh-huh. Gosh, good stuff. That was uh so it was, it was part me being super tired and part probably 50, 50 of both 50, 50 being tired, 50, 50, just, didn't enjoy the show like I enjoy this one. <laughs> I hope yeah, you mean that. One, that. I, hope you were... you, I hope your next show you're like you don't say that. Hey, you know I enjoy this one. So oh much. no, I mean I I despite this being a Kentucky show, I thoroughly enjoy waking up every morning to come and do this. It's I oh. I it's a lot of fun for me. Oh, Affirmation, baby. Yeah. We always need it. <laughs> I think back to all uh, oh, the gal on SNL that would look in the mirror and do the affirmations. Uh, now I can't think of his name. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Though. You are a super person. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so funny. I don't know why. Uh, Texter on the Thor sex line, 502-414-1450, says, Big Blue Drew is a white guy. People forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Big Blue Drew. Uh, people do forget that he rolled his jeans at UK's oh, most recent football game. They, they do forget that. He did roll his jeans. And button his top button. So quite the contradiction Big Blue Drew is. A lot going on there. A lot going on. Texter says, Cutler already quit just the cats. Did the Big X just get a little less X-ier? I'm dying laughing. What a storied tenured. <laughs> tenured. Well, didn't get the five shows to number one, I guess. Oh. <sighs> Who lasted longer, Cutler on Just the Cats or Jamal Singleton as UK's running backs coach? <laughs> oh, man. If this was, if we were like a late night talk show, if it was like Jimmy Fallon or something, we would have the note cards of, or I think David Letterman was the one who did this. Things that lasted longer than Just the Cats on Big X. And, you know, they'd like read it and then do the note card and then sling out the note card. 
that 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 would be a ripe for a late night show bit. Yeah. And the funny thing is, it was during a bye week. (laughs) (laughs) They do a week of radio for a bye week. Oh, man. And they got a blue-white game, I guess. Yeah, to get a blue-white game. I will remember you. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. Text on into the Thornton's text line 502 414 1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. You got to pick up every stitch. Mm-hmm. Must be the season of the witch. Must be the season of the Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Can I see your license, sir? What? Your license. Where's your license? It's on the bumper, man, back there, man. No, I mean your driver's license. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I got my driver's license, man. With Walker and Roush. <laughs> that just sounded so real funny, man. Hey, your mama. <laughs> Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM. Salsaritas, two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Middletown with a drive through St. Matthews with newly renovated interior. Both of them delicious, nutritious, good for your soul. That's Salsaritas. Download the app, save yourself some money, build up rewards, refer a friend. You'll get $10 into your Salsaritas account and they will get a free entree, which is always a good deal. And uh, they've got some they've got some some big things on the horizon with salsaritas that we're excited to talk about in the very near future. And then, unrelated to salsaritas, big exports radio. I, I I'm not sure. May have to may have to wait to say who it's with. In the meantime, maybe a day mm-hmm. or so. I'll get all that stuff probably figured out today, but. Some big prizes coming to KRC listeners. Whoa! So yes, some nice, uh, some nice UK gear potentially here and there every couple of weeks or so before big games. But we're really going to be incorporating some listeners into the show in a weekly segment that will kind of carry over. We'll have a leaderboard. It's oh. going to be a, it's going to be a pick 'em segment, and so basically in our currently unsponsored but soon to be sponsored picks of the week we're going to bring in a listener and for that week you're going to pick against us and then whoever has the best picking record at the end and it's most likely going to be a tie so we'll do a tiebreaker between probably a couple different people whoever wins though at the end of the college football season is going to win the best prize package we have easily ever given away on the big x and I promise you that it's actually worth like significant amount more than just our general tomfoolery. So we're very pumped up. I can give you more details about that in the future, but be on the lookout, KRC listeners. Wow. Bigger and exier than ever. Just getting so big and so axy. I'm I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. Yeah, Damn. we're I, we're really we were 
like felt like a real radio person yesterday well, on the on the business call and everybody was pumped up about it and uh it's going to be it's going to be good and i'm excited to give away free stuff always tell my friend you know I, I tip off my friends to the contest let them know all the answers and then you know oh. let them hope they hope they win really? and then boom hey interesting i don't need to get you a, i don't need to get you a what? christmas gift you're wetting the beak hmm and boom it got you the inside tips i know but you don't have to worry about this one being being fudged because we're gonna have like a leaderboard and it's gonna be updated somebody could lead for seven weeks well probably not seven weeks but they because i think it'll be over before then but they could lead for a while and then you know what somebody comes on the show on a friday rattles off a perfect shriek of picks then boom you're you're out see you later no prize for you so gonna be a good time, Roush. Mm, can't wait, Bart Scott. Can't wait. I can't wait to get back to this Thornton Stexlon five zero two four one four fourteen. Well, then let's not wait any longer. Let's get right to it. Right to it. Texer says, I don't, I don't, "Pickle has a booty way better than Elizabeth." Swoot a swoot Elizabeth. Swoot it. I guess that's swamp shoot it. Body. Shoot it. Oh, okay. That's Got what it. he was going for. Yeah. Um, Pickle has a booty. Any comment on that, Justin? No, nothing. A text. I watched the sh- I watched the show for the Gators, not the women. Mm, sure, sure, you do. Scooter deserves to get bullied as a kid. Not allowed to have a pillowcase and had to drive miles to trick or treat. I would have sacrificed an out of school suspension to make your life hell. <laughs> well, why would you make it any worse than it was? He didn't have a pillowcase. Absolutely. Miles to trick or treat. Be nice, Texter. <laughs> and it's not like I was the only one. Every kid in my county had to do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you can't bully. <laughs> you don't live close to anybody. It's like, well, no, nobody lives close to anybody in Pekins. That's right. There's nothing in Pekins. Justin, put a put a pumpkin outside your door. <laughs> Not a chance. Have a little Halloween spirit. Yeah. I do inside. What's I don't inside? think you do. What's I eat can, I eat candy all the time. No. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> You're telling me at Christmas you all don't have any Christmas decorations? Uh, affirmative. Yeah, we don't. Goodness gracious, Gosh. Justin! It's it's all in the spirit. No, you, you you don't get the spirit if you don't have at least a little aesthetics. Like I know that materialism is something that we try to, uh, you know, it, it becomes a big hot point around the holiday season, and you don't have to have all sorts of things to be festive, but you got to have a little something. Come on. When's the last time you didn't set up for a holiday, Nick? Um, man, I even, we even had Christmas lights, uh, for when I was in college. I, I have See, no idea. You don't yeah. know what I need. Maybe no, maybe no decorations. It fills me with all the spirit of the holiday. Oh, you would just rather like Halloween decoration or Christmas decorations don't get you. It's the opposite effect. Uh, I wouldn't saying? say that, but I just, I fill my Christmas spirit in other ways. Christmas music. Um, seeing other people's lights and the hard work that they put in. Sounds like you're just lazy, Justin. Uh, oh, I'm very lazy. No, <laughs> yeah. no question about yeah, it. Yeah, this whole no time thing is just yeah. no effort. It just equates to being lazy. Yes. Oh, Justin, <laughs> you've been lying to our listeners. No time. More importantly, <laughs> you've been lying to us. Are do you even have, do you even have time for KRC lunch today? 
I am gonna. I really don't, but I'm gonna make it work. Yes, there we go. <laughs> That's exciting. Now we just need to pick out a place just to meet little Lucy. And the issue is, we'd obviously would go to Salsaritas because you know we're not maniacs. But where we've kind of got to meet Justin, it's it's not gonna. It's probably not going to work out today. But, that's like that's like three miles from where I work. Well, then let's oh, go maybe, there. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong road. Do they sell beer? They, they. I'm pretty sure they do. All right, we'll we'll figure this stuff out <laughs> off the air. Uh, text on into the Thornton's text. So we can just go to Thornton's and everybody can just get a breakfast or a lunch sandwich. Maybe they do. I, I didn't realize how much lunch stuff they had too until they the do end. have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty impressive. Check out Thornton's. Uh, Texter says, Kelvin Johnson's dad, Chuck Hayes, I'm lost. Uh, it's long inside jokes. Hope to be a part of one someday. Mm -hmm. Roush one time thought that, what was it, what was it? you thought I was at Chuck the Hayes was Kelvin Johnson's dad? Yes, yes. I was at McDonald's All-American practice, and I thought it was Kelvin Johnson's dad. Nope, just Chuck Hayes wearing a UK hat. Yeah. Scouting out the prospects for the Rockets. Really? Ooh. Really good stuff all around. Uh, first time texter texts in and says, TJ sounds like the type of guy that has Vienna sausages for fingers. <laughs> this, guy text, this guy texted in like three or four just mean texts to you, TJ. So get yeah, prepared. This guy, oh, yeah. This guy's not a big fan of of mine. Um, uh, Justin, who, do you ever eat Vienna sausages? Uh, did I ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I could, I could see you still eating them now, too. I do not still no eat time. them now, but I would. Yeah, they are bad, even though they look gross. But like you get okay. them on a saltine, yeah. They know. are th the only thing with Vienna sausages is they are entirely too salty. Yeah, it's just it's salt. It's yeah. just salt and. If they were less salty, they'd be a lot better. No, uh, I'm not even. Uh, we know TJ's never had one. I have. They're fine. W wait, w are are you really? Yeah. That I I would have assumed you would have been like. That is way too gross. Why would you all eat that? Bah, 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 bah. Why would you think that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe because you think about that with a lot of foods. Mm -hmm. That is a. I'm. I'm shocked. Shocked. I'm not a fan. I can. I can see that. I'm not a fan anymore either. They're not healthy. Uh, a texture on the Thornton text line says, "Is there really just a cat's website?" Oh uh, yeah, there is. There is. John Wong they, posts there. They have gear. Yeah. We don't even have gear. A texture said, well, if you pay a lot of money on the Patreon page. A texture says, end of an era. Another texture says, they were just getting started, bro. A <laughs> uh, texture says, Bennett seems like a rich loser and a whiny old man. Um, oh, that's a little mean. You know, I, I, I just... I feel like if you want to be on radio, you got to kind of do what you got to do to get on radio. And if not, there's always podcasts. Yeah. Pretty, pretty. It's uh, it's pretty Our podcast platform. is big for UK fans anyways, because UK fans are all over the state. So it, it matters to have a good podcasting presence and, um, I guess in the meantime, that's something that, that they could consider. A podcast could be a good format for Cutler as well because, you know, he, he's... No time constraints. No, exactly, exactly. A texter says, the prize is worth it, I suppose. TJ, I hope Hannah's not listening in this AM. It's a joke. The prize was totally worth it. <laughs> I suppose. 
<laughs> For the love of everything holy, please don't talk about how we haven't been bad with injuries. Oh. Yeah, I kind of, I may, I, I, first off, I said that we've been about average. May, and, and normally, I, I'm just, I'm going to shut up on the injury stuff. Right, right. I mean, just best to do that. I, I got, I, I text her, good point. Yep. UK, yep. UK gets hosed with injuries. It's not right, darn it. Yeah. What? Why are you, Karma? You are so bad to Kentucky. Why us? Why us? Solve the solve the name change, boys. Now going to Cutler and Bennett on big little feelings on Big X Sports Radio. <laughs> That's the text of the day. <laughs> yeah, it is. <sighs> oh man, that ties everything together on the show. It, it really, it really does. Like. Justin, instead of making today's podcast name just the date, just make it Big Little Feelings today. Yeah, today's just Big Little Feelings. I can do that. Okay. Texer John here. Good holy smokes morning to everyone. Guys, basketball season is going to be great. I'm already having dreams about it. No kidding. Last night I had a dream about the Kentucky versus Duke game. In my dreams, we were tied at 90 and we hit a game winner three with no time left and the crowd went bonkers. My dream did not show me who made the three. It just showed the ball going in and the team rushing at each other to celebrate. I wish we wouldn't have given up 90, but at least we got the win. Well, at least that was the way it went in my mm -hmm. dreams. Let's go, Cats. Let's get number nine. And by the way, the owl was not a part of this dream. This was uh -oh. all on my own. We'll got to go talk to you later. Uh-oh. Well, if it's not the owl, then it can't be true, John. Uh, but Here. also, 90 points in a college basketball game. Doesn't – it's a lot of points. Would make for a classic. For first game of the year. Yeah. That would make, make for a classic for sure. And, John, that's uh, – that's all fine and dandy. We're 13 days away from the Champions Classic, Kentucky versus Duke. It's really sneaking up on us. No mention of football, John? Yeah, what the hell, John? John, the cats. Take on the dogs. Cats rule. Dogs rule. Part two. Did, did you know that we have a um, basketball game to watch Friday night? Did you know that? Yes, I mentioned that. I mentioned it in hour number one. Said exhibition I, I game just, this week. Yeah, man. People, I think people forget that, though. I, I hope kind Kentucky of wins there. by a thousand. Yeah, same here. I love Go Kentucky. The, <laughs> I just saw one of the texts that came in. Uh, made me giggle. Um, yeah, we'll 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 preview that one more. We'll give you who are they Kentucky Wesleyan. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to uh, I went to watch Kentucky Wesleyan when they had the Elite Eight at the International Convention Center, and uh, that was when Ben Wallace was playing back in the day. What's so, uh, uh? Yeah. That's good. What what's a um oh, where was I gonna go with this one? Underwear. Mm, hey. <laughs> I right, let's read the next text. It'll come back to me. Texter says TJ sounds like he farts through his mouth. I don't think you can do that. I don't think it's possible. I make pretty good fart noises. That's more like a duck. <laughs> I, you know, one thing I tried to do the other day too, um, can you still do the, uh, it, it, it takes a little while to get the old, uh, hand like in the armpit fart sound. It's a little hard if you haven't practiced in a while. Yeah. Not something I, I generally care or practice. A texture says urban Meyer threw a fit like Tomlin when there was Ohio state rumors said there was zero truth to it. And reporters need to stop creating rumors. The very next day he accepted the Ohio state job. Well, <laughs> 
that you are right, Texter, to point out that just because you're passionate and a response doesn't always mean you're not going to go somewhere. But that was Urban Meyer, and that was college to college. I think a little maybe more believable with Mike Tomlin, a guy who's been pretty loyal to a place for a really long time. And secondly, to make the jump from NFL to college, seemingly out of the blue, would I believe his response a little bit more than I would Urban Meyer's. But I do appreciate you, and we should mention that just because you do that doesn't always mean, but I do think if you really want to kind of put a rumor to bed, and if you still want to lie about it, that's fine, but a good way to shut it up is to have a response like that. Also, uh, I just think that that was a fabricated text because Urban Meyer didn't coach for two years in between Florida and Ohio State. Remember, he had to make that contract thing. He was on TV for ESPN. So, like, yeah, I don't don't think that's true, Texter. Don't think it's true in the slide. Well, maybe Maybe. he said... No, this texter, to be fair, to be fair, the texter didn't say leaving Florida, just said when he accepted the Ohio State job. But why would he be throwing a fit, like... What on the ESPN set? I, I just I'm not buying that. I'm I'm buying that Urban Meyer lied before taking a job. Of course, like Urban Meyer knows no other way to do it. But I'm just I'm not buying this that he like he wasn't throwing a fit while he was being a coach. So no, not buying it. Texer on the Thorn Sex Line says, "Is TJ really married, or is this just a bit for the show?" I've got a hundred dollars. It says it's a bit. This is the same eight five eight number who's texting in. He had another. He just sent another one. He's got two more in. We got two more. Okay, good. We got two more to go. I'm very, very, I'm very married, Texter. Very married. I'm so married. (laughs) You don't even want to know. Oh, Nick, is there something else at the heart of the Stoops dislike for Franklin other than whatever happened when he was at Vandy? Ran up the score, I think. Yeah, it, it was. it's mostly that. And just like people in general don't like James Franklin, like period, because of just he's just a jerk. And the way that he uh, is with the media and that kind of like how highly he thinks of himself kind of deal, it rubs folks the wrong way. And that's just how he is in everyday life. It's kind of robotic, not very human-like. So he's kind of a loser, and Stoops doesn't like him for it. Stoops would have shoved him in a locker if he could. Yeah, Stoops was real. I, I was covering that Vandy game back then, and that was back where you know you'd meet with. I don't know if they still do this with Vander. You meet, you have the press conference on the field. They yeah, still do yeah, that. Yeah, because there's no place in Vanderbilt Stadium. <laughs> it's just wild that that's still the case. Because um, it was really goofy back then, and that was almost ten years ago. But uh, he was so he was livid, and I've never seen him so mad. Oh, man. That guy. Texture says, uh, no problem using the dingus vernacular. It's when your spine gets as weak as his that you have a problem. Can't even take up for his terrible Hoosier All-American. Oh, wow. I, For what it's worth, I did take up for my Hoosier All-American. But. Is there anybody you would trade TJD, I think is that what you all call him? TJD. Uh huh. On you with, for you on UK's team, would you say you know what you have? You have Trace Jackson Davis. I'll take and you could take anybody on UK's team. It's hard to say right now. I, I'm absolutely positive there is a guy, but I haven't seen Kentucky play yet. So let's revisit this question like two or three weeks into the basketball season. Roush, I think with UK's depth, I would trade anybody except maybe Oscar Sheboy. That would, that would be the maybe the one I would want. Or Damian. I would take probably Damian Collins. I, I don't know. Let's revisit. Deal. Deal. Let's revisit. Man. All American for Damian Collins. Yes. You said it. You, yeah, you we stuck you on it. Nope. It. We nope. Stuck, we didn't we, we didn't shake. It. it wasn't legit. 
I love Damian Collins, and and if he stays like three years for IU, you probably get the better end of that trade. But for this one year, okay, deal. Boom. We did let it, Roush. Let me we see what it. Kentucky looks like, and then I'll give you a real answer. Yeah, I mean, the answer probably should be no. He's an All-American. But um, but you don't know the needs, potentially, for different teams. But right. the reason I would say you can pretty much take anybody you want on UK is because Trace Jackson Davis is all uh, an All-American. Uh, some textures may give you some hell for that. That's, I mean, that's fine. It is what it is. I mean, I'd rather – I don't know that I'd rather have a top five guy, but I'd rather – some some part of me would rather have a top five guy. I Although Trace is, a, Trace is a hell of a recruiter for Indiana, so I don't know that Ooh. I'm willing to give that up. You know what you should have said. Yeah, I'll do it. Shaden Sharp. Deal. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that one I would do right now, yeah. Because that one, uh, yeah, that, that makes it a little bit more tricky. All right, Roush, a few people are letting you know about your Saturday yeah. night, light, night Live affirmation. It was, it was Daily Affirmation with Stuart Somali. It's the SNL skit from uh, Al Franken that I was trying to remember. So, yeah. Boom. Thanks, Texers. Appreciate Texter it. Texter says on the Thornton's text line, new segment, a listener tries it. <laughs> Just uh, do Texter, radio for us. <laughs> no, they're, they're going to try it on the contest. They're going to be doing, they're going to be do. they're going to be talking on the phone, which oh, is wow. kind of new to us. No pressure. Yeah. I hope we get some of our, reg- like our, our old regulars uh-huh. to see what they're up to. Did TJ just admit KRC contest or is rigged as McDonald's Monopoly shame? Is McDonald's Monopoly shame on you? I couldn't rig any of our contests anyway. Well, I guess we've kind of done some like ticket giveaways in the past, but I promise you I haven't rigged those. But like the survivor pool and the pickums and stuff like that and the tournament madness, I, I couldn't rig those even if I wanted to. So uh, it's not rigged. It's not rigged. But that's what mm-hmm. I also want you to think. So keep that in mind. On the bright side, with no show after this text, can be read again at nine ten. Yeah, we went a little, <laughs> we went a little long yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another texter says TJ sounds like he has to breathe through his mouth. Can Nick teach him how to use his nose to do something besides smell the farts coming out of his own mouth? Can you teach me? What'd you do to this guy, TJ? Gosh, That's a good question. Really I think good you know what I you know what I thought initially when he first sent the first text in. I was like, oh, this is definitely Johnny on a burner phone. No, I I, I bet I wonder. No, I don't know who it is. But they'll be getting a phone call after the show. That's for sure. <laughs> Ooh, spin zone. It's Michael Bennett. <laughs> I haven't been mean to Bennett on today's show. I wish I promoted Color and Bennett as much as anybody. Said I'd do anything to help their show, um, and wish it would have worked out. I definitely wish it would have went longer than six days. I saw the text ahead that made you laugh. Uh, TJ and I just uh, yeah this 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 uh, well the big X released the best of color and Bennett I'm looking for a way to kill five minutes <laughs> oh, Jason in said TJ Walker's takes are laughable <laughs> that's unfortunate if Jason in said that I don't think he said that <laughs> he could have said that but Jason in he. I think that's a double burn. I think think they're burning you by burning him. Yeah. 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 That was the first time Texter, too, though. Maybe Jason Vince actually did say that. It'd be pretty (laughs) random just to to bring that up. But I get what you're saying, too, which Mm -hmm. you kind of inadvertently just burned Jason Vince. Inadvertently. 
<laughs> How much money did Matt Country Jones give Cutler to quit? <laughs> Got some conspiracy theories out there. Ooh. Plenty and then the last one from age. the same 858 number. I heard TJ had to lick a toilet seat in college in an attempt to look cool. Not true. No. Not, not sure who would think who would see that and be like, that person is cool. They licked a toilet seat. But would you have done it if it was guaranteed to make you look cool in college? But what scenario does that make me look cool? Because I, I, I can't imagine where people are like, hey, this guy said he's going to lick a toilet seat. Wouldn't that be pretty cool? And everybody's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> I think the better thing would be like paid. he got paid money to lick a toilet seat or something like that. Because that's go. the only way anybody's actually doing that. And it would have to be a significant amount of money for me to do it. And I'd have to check out the toilet seat before even considering it. Yeah, add on toilet seat looking. Cleaning, not as bad. No, you know, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. But, meh. Consider All me right. out. We've got the KRC lunch today. This is where big ideas happen. Oh, man. On a Wednesday, too. Wow. Whew. Is Trevor there, yes or no? <sighs> if he wakes up on time. Yeah, that's a big F. I don't think he's going to wake up on time. Yeah. I'm going to say no. No. People forget we haven't really technically set a time yet. That's true. <laughs> that being said, he's not waking up on time. <laughs> I don't know. I talked to him last night, and he is he was already working on setting up our basketball broadcast, so showing some responsibility. Maybe he does that again this morning. A texter follows up and says, Jason then said you were flashing that Kentucky roll call money one night at Gersel's, and he laughed at you. No, well, now I know. Now I know it's a lie. One, no KRC money. Two, haven't been to Gerstle's in six years. Oh, well, really? Oh, man. No, I, I mean, pro- probably, no. It's It's been before six years. But I really don't think it's been within three. I did pro- have to. Probably, probably four or five, to be I, real. I realized when we were out in Athens, I was like, man, when was the last time I like went out to the bars? And I think oh. it was... I think my wife went home one week. It was when Kentucky played Vanderbilt, and I went out to some bars after driving home from Nashville because I got home at like 11 o'clock. I went out to some bars with the friends. I don't know if I've been uh, – no, take it back. Uh, 30th birthday party. So been out to the bars once in three years uh, outside of Athens. Really? Yes, you like count daytime St. Patrick's Day. That's technically a bar. Um, yeah, anyways. All right. Man, we're old. Fun show. We'll, we'll get more into the thick of UK, Mississippi State tomorrow, Thursday edition of the show, back half of the week, more text, and then hopefully we'll kind of get the details all ironed out and that we can announce all the, the big news in the future on the Big X tomorrow and kind of get you all a feel and ideally maybe get going on Friday with this uh, new thing that we're going to try. We shall see how it goes. But, again, a big X, congratulations, or best of luck. I'm not sure really where they are in the process. But Mike Rutherford of the Mike Rutherford Show from 3 to 6, having a baby. So he will be out the rest of this week, maybe next week. I'm not exactly sure all the details. But that will be kid kiddo number two for him. So we are uh, thinking of the family and how exciting is all that. Everybody have a good day. We will be back tomorrow. Nick Roush, DJ Walker, Justin Kalen. This is Big X Sports Radio. Oh,